0: What's up, everybody? It's your man Shaq Cook.
1: And it's Chuck on Weibo. And this
0: is a college football.
1: highlight.
0: Guys, we got all the games from week 10 of college football. So without further ado, let's get into it. Let's get it. Guys, welcome back to the College Football Highlight. I'm your host, Shaq Cook. And it's
1: Chuck on Weiboo. And man, we are very excited for week 10 of college football. Mm-hmm. Some good games, some big highlight hits are going to happen this weekend, man. You hype? Oh, man. Talk about hype.
0: I've been living for this moment every single day of my life. Big games this week. Big games. Big games this week. But before we jump into week 10, let us do a week recap of week 9. Recap cap and week nine of college football. Mm-hmm. Man, I, you know what? I, I have to say this. There were a couple of games where I was actually surprised that I, I didn't get the predictions right.
1: Very. There were some close ones I, I had to L2 that I thought were going to go my way, but didn't Neither. So let's jump into it, man. Uh, let's go ahead and go
0: to the Big Ten. Mm. You have Iowa who went up against Penn State. And obviously, you know, for me, I said that Iowa was going to win that. And uh, according to the score, Iowa lost 24-30. to 30. And uh, it looks like last week I said I got Iowa winning twenty-seven to twenty, but Chuck, you said otherwise.
1: Yeah, I Penn State winning this game. You know, I had a twenty-four to seventeen, but when I was watching the game, it looked like Iowa was about to take it. But what they what they really messed up on was their execution. Mm-hmm. The last play, you, you just need them. You just need to know how to finish games when you have the opportunity to finish a game. Yeah, it's a miscommunication costed Iowa big time on the road. It was really, they could have stole it.
0: And mis- and miscommunication is the name of the game because, like you said, Chuck, you have to be able to finish, especially when you're going up against a great team and you're playing in their backyard. Yeah, exactly. Finishing is key. It's, it's not all about how you start off the game. It's all about oh, how you finish geez. the game because what matters is the score at the end of the fourth quarter. Mm-hmm.
1: Penn State was where they were talking about. How we what we covered over last week, how they needed to be elite. Right. They came through and finished like they were elite. Yep. But what they really need to do is build that consistency. And 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 what they how they finished that game last week was a good a good sign and a good start of doing that for to try and finish out the season strong.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And so they have a big game coming up this week. So hopefully they can learn from that from last week. Uh, on over to the Pac-12, you had Washington State went up against Stanford, and the score was 41-38. Washington State pulled it off. Jeez. I said it was going to be a little bit closer than that. Uh, actually, a low score. I said 27-14. I favored Washington
1: State, but Chuck. I had 21-10. For Stanford. Yeah. I thought Stanford had it, but they they got into it. It was a shootout. Yeah, it definitely I, was. I no expect- defense. Uh, none whatsoever. None whatsoever. I was not expecting it to be that high scoring game. Even if it, since it did, I was thinking Stanford was going to pull out with their offense. But, they, man, Washington, they hung in there. They hung in there.
0: And you know what? Like I said, Mike Leach. I really like what he's doing. Uh, he has one of those like funny, great personalities. But, you know what? That some good on the field. Stanford. I think their season, uh, uh, their their hopes of finishing the season off, great. It's it's, it's all. I think they'll get a bowl game. I mean, they they get a bowl game, but you know, but it's not
1: what they expected. They had so so much higher expectations than what what they were going into the season with.
0: High expectations, and then a lot more potential, especially like having a Heisman running back and Bryce Love. But then you know, it it just falls. It just looks like they just
1: laid an egg. Yeah, I, I feel like this season they were. Little two one dimensional, just relying on Bri- on Bryce. So, yeah, th- if maybe next year they got to come through a little open, expand their playbook a little bit, look at different facets of the game and see uh, different ways they can also attack. And they probably can get come back a lot stronger than they did this year. But,
0: yeah, hopefully, I mean, Pac 12 championship right now is out the picture, yeah, and they'll go to a bowl game, like you said, but probably the toilet bowl, not a great bowl. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's move on down to the sec. Texas oh, yeah. A&M versus Mississippi State and this game surprised me. Yeah. Whole mo, like 31, I mean, not 31. My apologies everybody. Mississippi State pulled out over Texas A&M 28 to 13. And we mm-hmm. both had Texas 16-20. A&M winning. I said 28-17, which they did score 28. You said 28-14. Yeah. Oh, wait a minute. No, 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 no. My apologies. We both said twenty eight seventeen, and uh, somebody got twenty eight, but it wasn't the team who we predicted. Yeah,
1: it was literally the
0: exact opposite. <laughs> yeah, the, the exact opposite of, of what we thought. So I mean, looking at that game, when when I see when I look at that, I, I think about it. Texas A and M they have to finish.
1: Yeah,
0: it's all about finishing, finishing the drive, and they looked like they just they just couldn't get it together. They, they just couldn't get it together. I think they played a little bit too sloppy. Uh, and then not only that, I mean. Too conservative. Too conservative. And then when you look at Mississippi State, obviously the week before that, they played against LSU, and their the offense was terrible. Throwing mm. four interceptions, only putting up three points. And then you go over to College Station. Then just. And, and, and you, you lay snap, it out.
1: Yeah, and smack them straight in the mouth.
0: You, you, you lay it out on Texas A&M, and you do a pretty good. I mean, it was a close game. It wasn't a blowout. blowout. But at the same time.
1: you made, what, They made a statement. They made a statement. And they yeah. were like, we need to get a win. They came in and handled business like they were supposed to, especially on being on the road.
0: Yeah, so absolutely. So shout out to Mississippi State. And then they found their way back in the top 25 again. So kudos to them. Now for the game of the week for last week, mm-hmm. saying in the SEC but moving over to the SEC East, we have Florida who went up against Georgia and UGA. They pulled that thing out 36-17. Mm. And obviously, you know what? I said that the game went down to the quarterbacks. I said Felipe French is going to have a great game and obviously he didn't have the breakout game that I said because I said Florida was gonna pull it out thirty-one twenty-seven. What did you say, Chuck? I had
1: uh, I had, actually I think I had on uh, Florida put. Oh wait 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 no. Oh I had I had Georgia pulling out. It was gonna be close. I had it closer at twenty-one seventeen, but geez, it was it looked like a game going th- like into the, the second half. It looked like a game. Yeah. Like Florida had Georgia looked like they were giving them a run for their money. Then. Georgia showed us why they're Georgia and just came out and just executed from the third quarter all the way to the finish and just took them to the house. You took them to the
0: house. All right. So guys, that's our recap. That's our recap for week nine. Now let's move on to week 10 of college football on the college football highlights. Week 10 of college football on the college football highlight.
1: Yes, sir. Yes, sir.
0: Some very big games coming up this Mm -hmm. weekend. So we're going to jump on over to the Big 12. Number 12, West Virginia versus number 15, Texas. Mm. Big game for Tom Herman and obviously big game for the Big 12. I mean, both teams coming to this game. Top 25 ranked, obviously. West Virginia only has one loss in the season. Texas coming off a big loss last week, a close one. To Oklahoma State. State,
1: I don't know how they lost that game, but it happened.
0: So, so obviously a head scratcher. Yeah. And the difference between these two teams, I, I want to say, is at the quarterback level. I mean, West Virginia's quarterback, he's you know Heisman candidate, mm-hmm. uh, very acrobatic. He came in uh, right under, if you ask me, right under tongue of Lua at the beginning of the season as a favorite behind him to win the Heisman. And as West Virginia played this year, they look like a team that's consistent, a team that strives. A team that that you you know they give you what you expect, and that's a dub. Texas, on the other hand, when I look at Texas, you know what? Sometimes with with their loss, with their losses, both of their losses, they lost to Maryland and they lost to Oklahoma State, and I feel like those are games that they should have won. Definitely Those won. are games they should have won, and then the game that I said that they were gonna lose, which was against Oklahoma,
1: they just came out. They because... came out
0: and they pulled it off on a close one. Yeah. So they win the games that you expect them to lose, and then they lose the games you that you expect, expect them no to win. win.
1: It doesn't make sense. It's crazy how they just lose to lesser, lesser and mediocre, mediocre, Me- uh, mediocre. Yeah, <laughs> mediocre t- competition. Team, yeah, like, it, just, it doesn't make any sense. But this game this week, man, I just. I don't know. I feel like it's gonna be a good game, but I, I feel like I got I got West Virginia taking this against Texas because West Virginia they know how to execute. Yeah. Even though they, every other year they seem like they can never seem to they never they're like Peyton Manning in the playoffs when they, in his early careers can't snap that that playoff hump. They, yeah. they can't just they seem like they, I feel like there's a hump West Virginia needs to get over if they want to really consider themselves the upper echelon when it comes to college football. Mm. Now, I don't, I, at the end of the season, I don't feel like they're going to get it, but I feel like they will going to get this win okay. and, try, and try to get a little bit closer. Yeah. So the score I got this week for West Virginia is 28-24, and I got them beating Texas, and I feel like Texas is, is going to be another... Now, I don't want to say head-scratcher. I'm not going to say head-scratcher. I've another L that they're going to have to take to learn from to get back on consistency to finish their season out strong.
0: Yeah, and you know what? Coming into this game, I didn't expect Texas to win, which is why I have them winning this
1: game. Oh. I know. Actually, the logic that logic kind of works, actually. Yeah, and, works. And, and the
0: reason why is because of what I said earlier. They lose the teams that you expect them to beat, Mediocre teams, how you described it. Mm-hmm. And then they beat teams that you expect them to lose to. I expect them to lose to West Virginia. So now I expect them to actually win. But, however, it's going to be a close one. I'm actually going to say, I actually had this at 17-14, but I'm going to go 21-14 Texas. They're going to beat West mm-hmm. Virginia by a touchdown. And then I think mm-hmm. that's going to give them some good looking in the Big 12. Yeah, they could definitely use it. On down, well, not on down. On over to the Big Ten. The Big Ten game of the week. We have number 14 Penn State going up against number 5 Michigan. And may I say this much. We talked about Penn State earlier. And we talked about them last week. Mm -hmm. When James Franklin said they're a great team. But they're not elite. Elite. They're not elite. Michigan this year. Jim Harbaugh, a, a lot of people been scratching their heads, a lot of people have been frustrated with him, and this year he's shutting them up. They only have one loss in the season, and that was at the beginning of the season. In Michigan, they're coming out. This game is at Michigan. They're firing all cylinders. They're man. firing on all cylinders, and depending on how this, on how this LSU Alabama game goes this weekend, exactly, they can find themselves in the top four. Mm-hmm. in the college playoffs if they win this game. Mm-hmm. And I have to give Michigan the home state advantage. I have to give them the home field advantage. Because when I look at Michigan, Shea Patterson has been doing the same. He saw it also at the beginning of the season, but he's found his flow. Got his rhythm uh, going. And he got his rhythm. And then I believe that Jim Harbaugh, he has his rhythm as a coach. He has his team clicking. They are shutting up the non-believers and this game is going to be another game where they're able to prove it, and they're going to prove it at home. So I got Michigan pulling out on Penn State 36-21. Chuck, tell me what you think. Mm.
1: Penn State, they finished they have that hard-fought win against a tough-nosed Iowa last week. Mm-hmm. And I feel that play continues this week, and I feel like they knock Michigan out of the college football playoffs. They <laughs> drop them. They, they take them down a notch.
0: <laughs> you bullcrap, I got, man, take, bullcrap. I, I
1: got them taking them down a, a, a notch. Cause I feel like when the pressure's on for Michigan in yeah. the highest situation games, I feel like they blow it. I feel like they're going to blow this game. Like, oh, boy. I feel like it's go- they're going to try to put up So some- I don't feel like their offense is going to be clicking. I have a feeling their, their offense is not going to be clicking at all on Saturday. That's why I got Penn State f- showing how they can become elite by knocking off Michigan 21-17. to 17. Well, that would be an elite score. A very close game, obviously. I mean... Well, this is one of those
0: things where we're really gonna have to see what happens. So yeah. now we're gonna move this thing on over to the SEC East. Number six, Georgia, going up against number eleven, Kentucky. Oh my gosh, both teams.
1: Yeah, Kentucky is showing this year why they're just more than not more than just a basketball school. Yeah,
0: and they're not a one and done school on that football on that football no. side. Yeah, at that, I can't say the same thing about basketball. But I mean, I cannot talk enough about how. Impressed and how shocked I am with Kentucky. Kentucky shocked
1: me. Yeah,
0: they shocked me a they, lot. They've man. been
1: shocking everybody a lot this season. They've been putting their team on the map when it comes to football this year. Yeah, it's just like no one saw this coming. Nobody no. saw this coming. Like. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure. I think it's because their, their schedule. It was not too tough, but they did. Ha- they do have some good quality wins on their schedule. Yes, they do.
0: And they, ha- they have a great looking resume. Yeah, a great looking resume. And obviously, to me, if you ask me, your resume is going to look great when it's in the SEC, even if it is the East. I mean, yeah. everybody knows the SEC West is most competitive, most competitive division in college football. Mm-hmm. But it, now, at the same time, you can knock it, typically. The winner of the SEC plays for a national championship. Yeah. And we've seen that over the past few years. We've yeah, seen that man. last year. We've yeah. seen that last year where you had two SEC teams yeah. play in the final, in the college football
1: playoffs. Yeah. That's, that's,
0: and not only in the college football playoffs, played against each other in the national championship. championship. The I, East versus the West in the national championship.
1: championship. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And so, this the game SEC right here.
1: It's a different beast, man, of a conference. It, a, it, that, is, it is.
0: Even their worst team would beat your best team yeah. on a bad day. And so, looking at this game, I mean, I have to look at the consistency with Georgia. I mean, they pulled off a very impressive win against, Florida. Yeah, against a challenging Florida, Florida team last week. Up and week. coming,
1: good, tough-nosed Florida yeah. team. Yeah,
0: and, and the thing is that I think they they learned from their loss against LSU. Uh, and so, you know, obviously they face adversity, so they realize that, they're, that, that they are beatable. And I think that this game, Georgia is really going to turn it up a notch. Kirby Smart is going to do something with his team. He's going to give them a prep talk. Like, look, listen, we went to National Championship last year. I want to be there again. Mm-hmm. Not only that, we won the SEC last year. I want to win it again for the second year in a row. And this game, if you ask me, is going to determine who represents the SEC Eastern Division Yeah. when it comes to the SEC Championship. With that being said, looking at both teams, looking at strength, looking at consistency, I have to go with number six, Georgia. They're number six for a reason. And I'm going to give Georgia the upper hand in this one. 36-17 over Kentucky. Mm. I believe that Kentucky will remain in the top 25. I believe that they will make it to a decent bowl game. But Mm -hmm. I think just going up against Georgia, I think this is where they actually meet their match. Yeah.
1: Okay, I like that. I I, I like that, you know, Georgia, they're they're ready to handle business this weekend. they are. Their head's in the right place. They know what type of time it is when it comes to these rankings getting closer and closer to the end of the season. Yeah. Like, there's no time to be messing around whatsoever at all. But... Kentucky, if Kentucky pulls a win off against this Georgia team, just imagine, just imagine what that could do. In the in the in the rankings. Well, not only not only
0: in the rankings, but also what did it do on Kentucky's campus? I mean, I oh think my. I think that they would everybody... riot. They would riot. I think the campus would
1: riot actually if they beat this if they beat this team.
0: I mean, to say that Kentucky might legalize drinking for eighteen year olds. I
1: mean, that's... <laughs> no, I, I got I got them legalizing it for fifteen or you know, maybe <laughs> maybe b- barely preteens. I got them legalizing it for for them. That's why the score. I got, I got Kentucky pulling off the upset on Saturday. 34-28. Mm. Home field advantage, huh? Home field advantage. I, when, I've been seeing these games at home that, that they play. When they got that home crowd rocking, man, it oh. is a sight. I've been down to Kentucky. I've seen the town. When, when there's something like this, a big event like this happening, they don't know how to act. They, these people lose their minds at these type of events, especially when it's a big game. Well, count this game to be a sold
0: out game. Count this game if you ask me to be the highest attendance game in Kentucky football history yes. in the past 10 years. Now, we got to move on to the game of the week. Oh yeah, November 3rd. Oh yeah, you've been waiting for this. I've been waiting for I wait for this game every single year. Especially when this game is in Death Valley Ooh. in Baton Rouge, Louisiana.
1: Ooh.
0: <laughs> Jesus. Rick Ross. Huh. Uh, uh, huh? it, 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 it gives me the goosebumps. This game, and I'm actually throwing a party for this game. The Tide Tiger Showdown.
1: Say no, nothing else. Say no more else. Got, don't say anything else. Don't say anything else. got to drop a bomb for it. DB. Is that DB. epic? Is that epic? Is that epic? DB. Is,
0: is that epic? DB. Drop bombs. Drop bombs. Drop bombs. DB, drop bombs. bombs. Drop another bomb. It's just that epic.
1: It's that epic.
0: Drop, drop another bomb for your boy. It's that epic. It's that epic. Number one, Alabama mm. versus number three, LSU. Jeez. In Baton Rouge, Louisiana, at night, and anybody who's anybody will tell you, this is going to be the game of the year. This is, this is going to be,
1: be the game of the year, in my, my
0: opinion. This game. is going to be the game of the year. Yep. But not only that, when you play at Baton Rouge at night, the atmosphere is different. It's way different. Whew. It's electric. Tua to Tunga tongue of a lure. Going up against Devin White. Whew. In the second half, at least. Uh,
1: at least. At least they're getting them back because everybody knows that call that happened that week some before was, was Bush League. It was a Bush League call because... He, he did what a lot of players are trying to do today in pros and in college to avoid these crappy penalties that are that are literally changing the outcomes of games. Yeah. He wrapped up. He put the quarterback down without any targeting, and they still flagged him. He pushed that man. Just That's all him. he it did. Was a, it was a love tap. You know, he, he did it, He did what a smart player was supposed to do to avoid trying to cost the team uh, a, a bad call, and it still happened anyway. Which was not deserved. Well I'm gonna tell
0: you this much. I'm not being biased here because LSU is my squad, but everybody who's anybody can tell you, Alabama has not been tested this year. They everybody have Everybody knows that. Everybody knows that. They to me they had one of the weakest schedules in college football. For a matter of fact, for a power five school they have one of the weakest schedules. Yeah,
1: even Nick Saban called it out.
0: Nick, Nick, Nick Saban, so He like, called out
1: their own home fans because even their own home fans know they don't play anybody. Exactly. <laughs> so
0: if your head coach, which
1: is honestly the GOAT. They're one okay, of the GOATs of college football.
0: Well, well, to me, if you ask me, I mean, it's, it's between Nick Saban and Bear Bryant, and right now they're tied for national championships. Mm-hmm. Bear Bryant, the greatest football coach of this era, I mean, not Bear Bryant. Nick Saban, the best, the greatest college football coach of this era, of the 2000s, is saying that their schedule is not strong enough, and he's even calling out their fans, the They're fan base, and the, the AD, saying, you know, hey, we want some more competitive games on our schedule. So this is where it gets competitive. Now, here's the thing. Here's what's scary for LSU. To a tongue of a lure, he was born in pressure. Yeah. He was born in pressure. So the thing is... Being under pressure for Tua Tungvalua, that, he does it in his sleep. They brought him in for the national championship game in the second half. He finished the job.
1: Yeah, got it done.
0: Hasn't lost a game. You got it done. Won the starting position over Jalen Hurts. And then he goes up, which is going to be his, his toughest competition this year. Yeah. But yet and still, Alabama's if you ask me personally, This is going to be Alabama's toughest competition all year. Even if they make it to the national championship, this is going to be their toughest competition all year long. This game is going to determine who goes to the SEC championship, if you ask me. Yeah. Exactly. If you ask me. And, I mean, LSU already has a conference loss. Mm -hmm.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I don't think they can afford another one. But but they're undefeated in their division, and so is Alabama. Mm Mm-hmm.
1: You know how those those poles are, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is a game I feel like both teams cannot afford to lose.
0: And this is their first time being in the the top five playing against each other since 2012. And that was a game of the century. Yeah, it was. And so I think that this game is not going to be as close as that one. But when you look at the high-power offense of Alabama, they're going to throw the ball. Let's use defense. And the DBs, they they, they are elite. And Dave Aranda has some tricks up his sleeve. And then on top of that, LSU is pissed off. They're hungry. And they're going to come out in the first half. They're going to give you all they got on both sides of the ball. But then in the second half of the game, when Devin White gets back out there.
1: It's going to make that that defense look completely different again.
0: They will be a complete defense when you have your star player in the middle. And with that being said, I believe it's going to be a low-scoring defense. Uh, I do favor Alabama's offense in this, but I do say this. I I like Alabama's offense over LSU's offense. Uh, But when it's all said and done, the favor in this game to me is going to go LSU's way because LSU is a hungrier team. Everybody doubts LSU. Everybody doubts Coach O. Everybody doubted LSU this year, Mm -hmm. said they may not even win six games. They may win six games if that. And guess what?
1: Ooh, they came out smacking people. No. Came out
0: smacking people. Their resume, LSU this year, quality wins, co- great quality wins, great resume, which put them in number schedule. three. Great tough schedule, and you know what? As far as adversity, LSU has been facing adversity all season long. So this game against Alabama mm. is not is not any different than any other game, besides the fact. It's a Todd Tiger showdown, and there's a lot of bad blood. Mm-hmm. And I think LSU has every single reason to be upset and to go out there and give it their all. So I'm
1: going to say What's the this, score?
0: What's the score? this game is going LSU's way 21-17. Sheesh. I'm going Tigers.
1: Mm. Well, my score is a little different because I feel like Alabama, they're going to take advantage of... Having Devin White off that field in that first half, I feel like that's going to make a major, major impact, major killer. Yeah, major, major killer. You know, but it's, LSU will give him a, a fight because that's what, especially being at home, that stadium's going to be rocking. Mm-hmm. The fans will be into it. I just, I, I, I want to see kind of LSU pull it off at home because I, because Alabama, I just feel like they always have a very soft schedule and they yeah. don't play anybody. But I feel like Alabama, with the with the mastermind that they have at the coach with uh, Nick Saban, and even and with the uh, Devin White being off the field, they going he find a way to take full advantage, and he's going will take advantage of that early. I, I feel like it's gonna to be too late for them to catch up in that second half. What score you so got? So the score I'm going with, it's not a runaway game. It's gonna be it's gonna be tight. I got a 28-24, Bama. All right, man. The it, first quality win of the season. Yeah. If, if, it, if everything goes their way. Yeah.
0: And and, and playing in Baton Rouge at nighttime is definitely hard for teams. I mean, they, they don't call it Death Valley for a reason. So, there you have it, guys. Our Week 10 predictions. Now, let's go ahead and jump into our Virginia games of the week. Coming up next on the College Football Highlight. Two up,
1: two down. Two up, two down. Let's get it.
0: Two up. Two down. The Virginia games of the week here on the College Football Highlight. Man, let's take a look at what we got going on. Mm-hmm. Week 10 of College Football in the state of Virginia. Mm. The Commonwealth. Oh, yeah. First off, Liberty, 4-3 versus UMass, who has a 3-6 record. And um, Liberty, I will say this, surprised me big time. I said this yeah. last week, and i say it again. They really surprised me because I said that they've only win two games on the season, four wins is considered a good season for yeah, them
1: first year at fbs that's, that's not it's not bad yeah
0: first year at fbs that is actually great because not a lot of teams start off winning four games yeah, typically no. it's two or one they, they're one in ten in their inauguration season but um you know shout out to Turner gill and shout out to the whole staff and shout out to ed Gomes. he actually uh sent us all cards at work so i appreciate you ed Gomes. great spiritual man um but looking at this game Liberty, Liberty does travel up to, to UMass, and they're actually going to play uh, in the stadium of, of the GOAT. I hate to say it, and I hate to call him the GOAT, Tom Brady, and the, mm-hmm. and the ugly uh, New England Patriots. Uh, sorry for that. But anyway, so they're actually going to play in Gillette Stadium against UMass. And looking at this game and looking at both teams and their record and how they've been playing, UMass, like I said, they're 3-6. They have some ugly finishes. They lost to Coastal Carolina. And I think that Liberty is going to pull this thing out, but I think it's going to be typical Liberty. If you look at their defense, they do not have a defense. No. And neither
1: most do UMass, though, but
0: and neither does UMass, and most Liberty's wins. You know they're they're forty eight forty one. Yeah, you know the schedule.
1: They've been blessed with this FBS schedule. Yeah, this, for real. This schedule's been kind of it's been it's been kind of wishy kinda washy. Ugh.
0: But you know they always put up a lot of points when they do win. Mm-hmm. And even in losses, they have pulled up a lot of points. And so I'm going – I'm going to say that Liberty is going to pull off the dub.
1: It's going to be 41-38. I'm going Liberty. Mm-hmm. I like the estimation. I like it. I like I like the score. I like the score. Liberty, known as the Flames, they're going to be in UMass, you know, kind of close to Boston, basically. Boston. But I think the Flames get doused out. It's, it's cold. You know how Boston get it gets – really cold, especially in Massachusetts. So, in and in, in, in that stadium, I feel like their offense isn't going to click, especially mm. in in that cold. It's going to be too cold for them. Too cold for them to click? Yeah, too cold for them to click. Too cold to click. And that's why I'm going keep it simple. 34-13 UMass. Alright, now let's go
0: on over here to Blacksburg, where the Virginia Sheesh. Tech Hokies have uh, oh, man. Are, are losing some hopies. So, yeah. uh, they're going up against a very competitive and surprising, Boston College. They got some good quality. He had some man. great quality. Beat Miami wins.
1: last week. Yeah, yeah. Everybody didn't beat Miami. Miami yeah. was not the, the team who we thought they were this now, year. See,
0: see look, I told you. I think that I think the Diamonds in a turnover chain are, are two. Uh, Cupid Zakonian. So uh, mm-hmm, I
1: think it's yeah. kind of that, that turnover chain They need
0: to hype, trash it. They it, need it, to trash yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, trash yeah. it. They, they
1: they they took their mind off of what was really important. They were worried about tur- uh, getting turnovers and getting the chance to celebrate chain when you need to be worried about finishing the game. die on right. So here, here's the thing. Virginia Tech is
0: uh Needless to say, this year just isn't their year.
1: Yeah, bad luck.
0: Uh, uh, bad luck, Hokies. And you know what? Um, it's not, it's not even like they
1: were like bad as a team. It's just things were just not going right. You right. lose your quarterback, you right. get blown out in that same well, not blown out, but just a big upset in the same game. Yeah. You, your defense is not looking consistent. No nope. offense, ain't even clicking with the second string quarterback, mm-hmm. which is supposed to be have the next man up mentality. They just Haven't been able to really string it together with consistency. Yeah, they got four. They got four wins. There's still a couple games left in the season. They could, if they can finish strong, they could possibly get a bowl game. But how it's looking right now, I don't think that's going to happen.
0: Uh, well, yeah, they're definitely going to struggle to get a bowl game. And uh. This game is not gonna make it any easier for him, man. Mm-hmm. I got Boston
1: College. They they smacking. There's a, they're another surprise team I've had on in the ACC that's been coming mm-hmm. up, just giving out L's left and right. Yeah, left and right L's, man. And I think the Virginia Tech is gonna take one tomorrow,
0: man. I got Boston College pulling this in, y'all, out, 21 What you thinking, Chuck?
1: I feel like VT. They're gonna actually. They're gonna show some heart. They're gonna show some heart in this game, but where they la- where they have having heart, they g- lack. In skill and consistency, and that's going to be their downfall when they face Boston College. My score: 25, I mean 27, tw- 23, Boston College. All
0: right, man, let me get that donut the Boston way. Uh, Now, on over to the real Virginia team. The real Virginia team this year, for the first time in forever, forever. number 23 forever, UVA. Ever? Forever, ever, forever, ever, 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 ever. Number 23 UVA going up against Pitt. Let me say this. If UVA continues to keep doing what they're doing, they consi- can climb. They can climb high con- in the
1: ranks if they finish. Consider them. If they they can finish this season real strong if they keep, climbing. Yeah. If they build this consistency, if they win out, you never know what could happen.
0: They go from winning two games in Bronco Hall's first year to going six and seven last year to now, mm. they only lost two games in their top twenty-five ranked, and the first time since. Listen, Gosh, I, I, I can't think it even said
1: was, I remember seeing an article. I think it was 1976. No, I don't want to say 1976. Gosh Ain't no, 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 no. I think it was like more like I think I want to say 86. It was something It was really top cool. 25 range. Because I remember back in the day when they had Tiki Barber, had Shaw. Yeah, but they that was, was, they was, that was in the 90s. Yeah, it was somewhere at least. I think I want to say 96, maybe. Probably 96. Probably probably 96. I don't, it, anyway, it's it, a long
0: freaking time. Oh no, it ends up. And the it's six. about that gone time. Uh,
1: they 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 back they're climbing they're, they're showing what they can do that I'm not gonna lie they've had a, a pretty decent kind of wishy washy kind of schedule they have some quality wins and they have some really soft teams that they did beat up on which which actually shows that I'm glad they can build consistency you know they they won games that. They had the they had the ironing out process. They lost the game. You we thinking that they should have won. Right. And, that, and then they, now they stringing their wins against teams that they you know they they, they should, should be, be. and, and the they, teams and they're, that they're, you expect them to lose too. Yeah. And they're beating these teams and they're actually beating some of these teams you think they would lose to. Yeah. If you're talking about teams in UVA like UVA in the past, you know. Yeah. So absolutely. So I mean, looking at this
0: Pitt team, uh, obviously Pitt is not competitive. Pitt is one of those mediocre teams. But the thing
1: is. Pitt always seems to give UVA trouble. Yeah. Always seems to, even if it's a competitive year for or a non-competitive year, it always seem to find a way to give UVA some type of trouble. Well, I mean, big question is, are they going to give UVA trouble tomorrow?
0: Because mm. this game is not even on Saturday. This game is tomorrow night, night in Scott
1: Stadium. Mm, I wish I had the tickets for this. But I, I already know I got the I got the real tickets for for next week. I'm going to try to get on my yeah. hands on that. But we'll give you a score for this. what Well, well, well. we'll, well you want, well, well, you know
0: what? I think that uh, our scores may be close. Oh, I yeah. think that uh, we both got the same oh, score yeah, on exactly, this one. Exactly. Exactly. And so, since UVA, since, since you from the Bill, shout out to Who Vision. Since mm-hmm. you from the Bill, I'm gonna go ahead and let you call it. What's uh, the score that we both got and we we both agree
1: on? This? I feel like UVA. They know what to do. They want to finish the season strong. They come in, handle business. Twenty-eight. 14 Wahoo Wah. Go
0: Wahoo Wah. That, that concludes your two up, two down, and we're going to piece that thing out. Yeah, yeah. Week 10 is going to be dope. So, guys, we're going to be giving you guys uh, week 11 next week. But make sure you guys enjoy college football this weekend. I mean, it's going to be a big one. we got some big games coming up, some very, some, some very important games. that's going to determine what the rest of the season is going to look like for a lot of teams and if they can make it to the conference championship. So make sure you guys are tuning in to College Football this weekend for Week 10. Uh, wish Chuck well at, at his drill this weekend. Mm-hmm. And then on top of that, man, make sure you guys come holler at your boy at Cook's Palace. For our annual Tide Tiger Showdown. My wife and I are hosting you guys a big part of this weekend for the LSU Alabama game. And so without further ado, man,
1: I'm your host, Shaq Cook. And it's Chuck on Weiboo. This is
0: the College Football. I like. Enjoy this week. Let's get it. Let's
1: get it.